drugs are menacing our society. <laughs> is advised welcome back to black euphoria sex talk podcast i am your host 13 listen this is part two so if you haven't listened to part one you're tripping right now if you're listening to part two after listening to part one and you haven't liked commented disliked subscribed favorited or shared this motherfucker you're dirty you've entered the safe space black euphoria man uh we're here the no judgment zone you are home clothing is always optional so get naked let's talk about it part two to pose episode four of season three you've entered the gray area let's talk pray tail is going through it he's sweating his temperature is you know all over the place such is mine pray tail is going through night sweats pray tail can't get comfortable he's changing the sheets only to still be uncomfortable got the fan blowing just to be cold as soon as his eyes close i know what it is i know what he's feeling as soon as his eyes close it's like yeah i'm comfortable as soon as his eyes close he's cold so he's waking up trying to get back comfortable but you can't because your body temperature is all over the place and then he ends up going to the hospital i know what he's going through this shit is painful I'm going through some shit right now. So, yeah. <laughs> pray tell I'm with you. But pray tell's eye. Huh. Pray tell ends up with his eye. <laughs> ends up with his eye being discolored. Going blind in one eye. But before he just says, fuck that. Before I just deteriorate, I'm going home. Go tell my mom. Go tell my aunties. I'm going to do all this shit. We'll do it right. So he takes a trip. We on a ride. This is Pray Tales episode. Episode 4. Pray Tell lived in the South. And in the South, you go to church. Black people, you stay out the way. Black people, you, you, you grow things. You teach. You preach. You gamble. You run a bar or something, you drink, strung out on drugs, 
or you go to church and you may do all of the other things and still go to church <laughs> type shit so respectfully you know what I'm saying just respectfully but still you may do all of those different activities and still go to church and you may fall in love with pray tell oh when the church was involved when the when when they brought up a name the, the man's name and said yeah he's the preacher now and he steps back basically he, he's taken back he takes a step almost into the other room when she said that name and he's like for real what the pastor okay all right let's let's see what this is about pull up at the church before you pull up at the church pray tell then says you know you all know that I'm gay or whatever because he's talking to his mom, his auntie, and another auntie. And he's sitting there just, just talking and uh, you all know that I'm gay. Well, I'm going to die. I got HIV. I got AIDS. You know what I'm saying? And a little whatever. Because I knew that was going to happen. Come on, black people. We, we knew that shit was going to happen. But being that that happens, one of the aunties offers to take him to church. Let's go to church. Here's the new pastor. You'd be happy to see him. And as he almost... Pretell almost wants to step back into a whole nother room when she says that he takes his ass to church so like I said they pull up they go to church they go to the church and do a flashback right they do a flashback of the guy and pray tell and they're sitting there talking back and forth flirting back and forth get caught kissing by the auntie Praytale has his memory. He memorizes that. He, that's his memory of it. And that is the first time that they kiss. And then they do more. And with them speeding up the story, making a long story short, they go to he's married now. And he's the guy's inviting Praytale to go to dinner with his wife. And his wife is used to be his childhood best friend. So they get there... <laughs> Praytale gets there. I'm sorry, not they. Praytale gets there to this house to have this dinner. He's having a dinner. Kids is there. All of this shit. This woman asks a question. Let's get into the potatoes of this right here. This lady <laughs> ask a question because he's the pastor. The man is the pastor. He's He deals with hospice. He deals with his, you know, his congregation somebody gets sick he goes to the hospital he's on call he goes to the hospital and leaves Braytail there with his best friend his wife sitting up talking at this table this woman asks a question she says how do I do to how do how 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 sway she asks this question when she asks Pray tell the question. He then says, Well, he's gay. There's nothing you can do about it. Nah. Don't leave a hopeless. Don't leave a hopeless like that. Because it's not a hopeless place that she's in. She's married to this man. She loves this man. She's not going anywhere. She wants to be with this man. Okay? Don't leave her in a hopeless place. Pray tell. God damn. That was deep. That, that was a cut in the side. That was, that was, that wasn't, nah, that was deep. That was deep. 
That was a butcher. That was that, was, that knife was kind of thick. That knife went in kind of deep. That hit, that, that hit different for me when he said that because it's, it's not that deep, is it? That's not the, the response that anybody really wants to hear right then. I, I've been told that sometimes when you give advice or when you give compliments, you give statements, you say what you say, you have to have, a, you have, to have the right tone. And you can't, sometimes you do the raw. You give people the raw, but what you don't do is you don't put your feet in somebody else's shoes. And that's what I do with the podcast, right? The gray area, wear everybody's shoes, right? Just do it like this. Just be real respectful with it. A woman that has to, just fellas that are listening, right? If you see a woman, she's wearing heels. Those heels are worn down. You don't know what she's had to do with those heels. Where those heels came from, those heels have done some walking. If those shoes could talk. You want to feel for women. You don't want to be an asshole. You don't want to be a a Viking out here. You don't want to be a, a 1900s thinking motherfucker. Well, a woman can't think for herself and she can't have nothing to say. She's not even on your level. You're not. We're not in that type of lane, are we? We're trying to be equal, right? We're trying to follow me, black folks. If you were to think about a black woman in her shoes, you don't know what she's been through, what she does. So you don't want to cut her off and make her think, you know, damn, black women sometimes are the the lowest of the lowest. As Lulu kindly stated in season one, she says, the totem pole of the shit falling down hill is it falls down on the on the Asian people and all of the, the other different minorities to Puerto Rican, Mexican, whoever else, minority. It falls on all of those people first. Then it falls on the gays. Then it falls on the black, gay, trans people. Like, it comes all the way down. And trickles and trickles and keeps trickling. And you don't forget to bring people back. I guess Trinidad James, too. I'm thinking about him when he said, sometimes you go too far and you forget who you left behind it's just trickling down and they don't care it's not that they don't care it's just that if you don't see it you can get nose blind to say you can get nose blind to the bullshit you could take a person that likes caviar right and they have caviar all the time they got the money for it and spend it but if you take some caviar or not even some caviar you could take some sardines sit them under this person's nose or sit on that person's bed and they just sit there and rot away and rot away and rot away and rot away. It'll sit there. It'll go nose blind to it. People do it with pets all the time and that shit is gross. I don't know. That was a sticky situation I just jumped into right there. I just, my bad. Shout out to people who like pets. But um, anyways, before I get out of pocket think about wearing somebody else's shoes that is what the show is about that's what the show is for for me to understand some people it's not for me to be who the hell's opinion matters who the hell's opinion matters but I think that it is important 
to think about another person. So you can't be a guy and think of a woman and what she's been through to wear those heels, to do what she's doing, whatever she's doing, to know that she's thought of as whatever she's thought of. You can't be a Viking and not be compassionate, empathetic to this woman. You don't have to be disrespectful. You don't have to do that. Just don't have to. But people choose to. Anyways, let's get to it. Pray tell tells that woman that she sits there sad. Pray tell then goes to church the next day after saying that shit. He ain't said that this, you know, he ain't told the woman that the man said what he said in the park. Because, you know, after she didn't, you know, cried. After this lady cried, pray tell goes to the guy. Let's go take a walk instead of go taking a drive. Let's go take this walk first before I take you home. Let me go. Let me. Let's go take this walk first. He take the walk. He tells him something. Pray tell say, okay, whatever. He go and sing at this church, right? Pray tell singing at the church. And pray tell does an amazing job. In the end, uh, they show <coughs> his auntie. Given last will and testament's power, right of a, you know, what I'm saying power of attorney because once again, death is important when you think about relationships and stuff like that to go on or whatever. Families and stuff, you may not be allowed to see the family and stuff like that. Death is important, right? Who can come? Who can see? When can you come or whatever? That stuff gets real tricky. Death becomes real. Tricky, black euphoria family. It gets real weird up in there. Real cringy, real unacceptable, real, real unnecessary, real, real ratchet, real scary. Um, yeah, it, it can get real scary type shit. But you know, I've had to deal with uh, planning a funeral, and when it was brought to me at that time, um, you know security here security there you're gonna need this you're gonna need that uh how many people are you sure there's not and i was confused i was like how much of this is important because i don't understand what you're trying to get at asking me how many people are gonna come who doesn't like each other where people need to sit where he needs where the pastor would need to sit and stuff like that i'm like okay i don't know I don't know, you know, I was stuck, I was lost, but it get real trippy up in there, so she does what she does, auntie is handling business for pray tell, telling them, you know, this is your last will and testament, this is what you want, here, I'm here, take your power of attorney, boom, 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 this is how I'm going to set you up, so you don't have to struggle with that, that's love, that's good, that was great, that was amazing. So I spent 15 minutes on Pray Tell because that was a deep episode. It really was. She gon' pull up for me, yeah. She gon' pull up for me, yeah. She gon' pull up, pull up, She gon' pull up, pull up. She gon' pull up for me, yeah. 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 I 
know she coming live. Put it in your phone. Four two seven five. Wesley Hall Drive. Right here in Decatur. Westgate four two seven five. Come around here, we'll change your life And if you slipping up, you basically leave, we'll take your wife huh. I'm posted on the east yeah. 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 Now I'm on the road with me yeah. 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 Baby face to your freaks mm. Pretty rig in your sheets yeah. 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 12 play on repeat yeah. 12 play on repeat Let's get into something else that happened, right? Let me bring it back full circle real fast Castle was doing the pills and passing them to pray till in an episode and he says you know you can have one or whatever so you give him one he takes the pill put it in his pocket and he says well how were you you know thinking about going out how are you gonna make this happen if you were gonna take yourself up out of here he tells him the way that he would do it where he would do it and this and that that's deep that's deep as shit. If you think that's deep, let me know in the comment section. Just comment part two. You got to this part and you haven't liked or you haven't disliked. You are dirty. But it's cool. You can continue to be dirty. Can't control you. Is what it is. <laughs> hey, on to episode five. We find out that somebody's working with the mob. Electra is getting money from the mob. She is doing crazy shit. So when everybody in episode one was lost, how do you get away with this? What happened? How do you get away with this? I don't know if they sped up the timeline or if they did it what they were supposed to do or what they did. And not exactly really particular in when she met the mob, but Electra is able to get some shit done. That first episode when they bust out of that museum, break all the glass, and they only had to go to jail. And they take all of that stuff and they're able to get back out of jail because the stuff was returned. They didn't have to pay for that glass window they none of that stuff is happening because maybe electra was working with the mob back then maybe she was already tied in you know what i'm saying she's already in the cypher so let's not keep spinning what else is happening in episode five man they are about to get married big poppy miss angel they're about to get married they're working on it they've been engaged since the end of uh season two so now they're of course gotta get married that's gotta be on the show we've got to see that we got to see poppy get married we got to see angel get married so Electra says it's on me i got it it's on me uh she she says you know what I'm going to pull out this black card, you know what I'm saying? And we're going we gonna to make this wedding up. Because, hey, nobody else is getting married out this motherfucker. Nobody else is getting married out this motherfucker. So Big Poppy and Angel, they got big shoes to fill. You know what I'm saying? They got to fulfill their destiny. Now, with that being said, Poppy comes 
with his, uh, what do we call that? His ego, his masculine bravado, his alpha shit. He comes in there on his, on his Delta shit. He comes in there swagged out. Shout out to the uh, leather jacket he had on. But he came in there on Big Business and was like, Electra, we don't need your money. I don't need you. He was, <coughs> he get mad. He, I need your money. He got real serious. And she had to let him know, like, this ain't about you. You know what I'm saying? So you need to accept this and be happy. So that that was good to show, but I don't I wouldn't have done that. Poppy, why? I don't have Poppy's character doing that. Just had him doing that. No. So we get to trying on dresses, right? We're trying on dresses because Electra's then put Poppy in his place, let him know what the hell going on. This this ain't about you. We own this trying on dresses. Trying on dresses in this place and Electra with the read. Electra gets her she gets her one or two in every season, but this this one this is one of the ones, you know what I'm saying? This one of the ones. She goes all the way in on this bald head dude. This motherfucker <laughs> This nigga was mean as hell. Let's just say even after she said what she had to say or whatever. He still was kind of mean, right? And being that he was still mean, he turns around and his employee says, fuck you, and quits right there in front of him. I, I put my black fist in the air. I was a little excited. I jumped up. I might I might have, you know what I'm saying, jumped out of body real quick. But that was that was a big moment right there. I was happy to see that. It was very appreciated. It, very, very, very. It, it was going there. So it's like, what, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? This is, this is what. It, but this is what you come for, though. This is this is what you came for. You come to pose to see these moments happen. So he says, "Fuck that!" Throws his jacket over his shoulder, and he walks out. Shout out to the employee. Of course, he don't have a name, but. Whatever, shout out to them blue. And real shit though, shout out to the bald head dude, you know what I'm saying? Cause he's a good actor for this scene. And then shout outs to the white lady. That that bitch, she was she did her job. She looked the part and all of that. So, you know, she's a good actress, so shout outs to her. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to catch up. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm kinda thinking I'm moving too slow, so I'm trying to Speed it up, you know what I'm saying? So, we back to Angel. I mean, not to Angel, because that's his real name. I'm tripping. Um, back to Poppy. Poppy is um, meeting up with his. <sighs> what do we call this? He's meeting up with his son's auntie. Um, he didn't know that he had a child out here in the world, and uh. Poppy's got a kid. Mr. Berto. Little Mr. Berto. Shout out to Berto. And, um, yeah, Poppy takes in his son. That's real deep. That's. I, I, hey, I knew it was coming. It's gotta be something to, to rock the boat right here at the end. It's like this wedding is taking too long to take pride, you know what I'm saying, process. You know what I'm saying? Take, take it too long to progress. Let's get it on. No, it's. They still got shit to deal with. And that's his 
what is that body in a closet skeleton in a closet you feel me and with me segueing back into that a segue back to Electra with the mob and she says I want you to handle you know what I'm saying what I had to deal with with this white dude that I had to read and Electra says you know what I'm saying what she wants to happen and the guy obliges he says yeah you know what I'm saying See, it's like you was just made to be in the mob what the fuck is this about like you you sure you ain't Italian nowhere in your blood nowhere in your blood you got Italian somewhere cause she got ties you know what I'm saying she, she, she got them ties uh, <clears throat> but let's talk about the Oprah moment <laughs> Electra has all of the bridesmaids at this table wherever they are this is a nice as uh, hotel this is this is a banquet hall this has got to be a banquet hall and they are probably not allowed in the actual banquet hall so they have made it seem as though being in this hallway with this lovely table and these uh, waiters and waitresses standing around us and stuff, maitre d's and shit, we are real, real special out here. But this is like, it threw me for a loop for a little bit because it's really a hallway. They're making it look real nice. But if you really look deep into this scene, where the bridesmaids are sitting there, right before the Oprah moment, I, I, they're in the hallway but it's nice to have all of the dresses come down the steps and people bringing these dresses from out the corner from out the back whatever because it's it's nice access you got the you got the hallway this is the hallway that you're in and they show what happened to the guy the bald head dude you know what i'm saying they fucked him up and got all of these dresses about it uh like I said, they was trying on dresses. And now all of the bridesmaids get to wear their own wedding dress. Oprah, you get a dress, you get a dress, you get a dress, you get a dress, you get a dress. Who was happy to see the Oprah moment? I love to like cook food. I don't know about y'all, but I love to like cook food. That's that's what you call justice. Because <laughs> when you really think about season one, episode one... It was like, how the fuck did she do this? They pulled off a heist at a museum. Went to jail and was out the next day. She got ties. Anyways, after all of that fun, though, Angel still don't know about this baby. So she finds out about the baby. She said, nah, I can't handle it. I don't know how to be a mom. I can't. I don't know how that, how that work. And she leave the homie on stuck. You know what I'm saying? She leave Poppy out there just sitting there crying and shit. And no bullshit. No bullshit. If you have not shared this at this point, if you have not commented or subscribed at this point, you're still dirty. You're still dirty. And I hope you go home with blue balls. Yes, lady, I hope you go home with blue waffles. Whatever that is or whatever that means. But you black folks, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Anyways, let's get to it. Episode 6. The end, man. Pray tell sick, of course. It's all about pray tell. Pray tell sick. 
gonna speed past pray tell real quick and go into Angel. Angel says, you know what? You know what? I'm a I see Poppy's trying to be a father. I'm gonna go to my father and I'm going to find out what it is that's got me up. Got me holding on to this guy. What it is has got me where well, I'm married now, or well, I'm about to get married. But what's like this parenting shit? Like, you know, Dad, why you couldn't be a better father or this and that? You know what I'm saying? She's having this conversation with him, and I think it sinks into her head. Like, you know what? I'm gonna have to step up and be a mom because. My husband has a son. And I think that all runs full circle in that moment of Angel sitting with this wonderful green dress, this wonderful green outfit, I'm sorry, with this this lovely green coat. She takes her ass up out of um, her dad's life. You know, she gives her dad some money, gives him a kiss on his forehead, and then she bounces. But that's what happened. She had to figure that out. It's like, why Poppy's got his son? Why is he going to take care of his son? Why is he going to do that? And then you see that, well, Angel, yep, yep, your Poppy, your own Poppy. He didn't want to take care of you. So she says, all right, it's an all sunk in. I'm going to take my ass home. She took her ass home. And... Mr. Berto is making food and so they're about to eat and he offers Angel some food. It's an amazing moment, right? Now let's put some sauce on this shit. Let's go upstairs with him. Let's go upstairs. Angel always has to cry. Her face is always having to be sad. She's always crying. I, I, I love it. Love the fact that she's on this show, but she is always stressed, sad. What she does is she's stressing out. Excuse me. Pardon me, y'all burping like a motherfucker. What she does is she goes to Electra. She go well, not even Electra. She goes to sleep and she's having a daydream of the bullshit. Her getting to her marriage license. At the Justice of the Peace or City Hall, whatever. Going down there to register and then turning her away for that reason. If you haven't seen episode six, then I would say stop right now and go find out what that reason is. And if you know what that reason is, then comment in the fucking comment section and say that reason. And if you have not commented at this point, I'm going to give you a second. If you haven't come in at this point, you are a fucking terrorist. That's what you are. It is what it is. You got weapons of mass destruction. I would not let you on an airplane. You stink. You are a fucking terrorist. Share this motherfucker, like this motherfucker, dislike this motherfucker, and comment. And let me know that I have a potty mouth because I need to stop cussing. <laughs> Yo, stop the music. Yo, what's up? It's 13, the host of the Black Euphoria Sex Talk Podcast. The Big Dick Energy is here. You know the vibes, man. Come catch a wave. Black Euphoria family, friends, and visitors. Check this out. 
If you would like to have a conversation to be a guest on the best podcast whole time, all you got to do is email me at blackandexplicit at gmail.com or direct message me at blackeuphoriast on Twitter. Shoot your shot and you just might hit something, you heard? No cap, it's that simple. Plus, if you want to get hit with some spicy Triple X exclusive weekly content on patreon.com forward slash blackeuphoriast. That's all you got to do. So come clean, man. I know that you came here to cash a check and DJ in the mix. And I know you like the eargasms and ergasms. So roll up something, pull up something, and listen to the I Got a Story to Tell and the I Got a Reaction to Give playlists that are on YouTube and the Euphoric Motivational Short Segments on the best podcast, as well as the full-length episodes and the short splits that you, yourself, the Black Euphoria friends and family can be a part of. We can talk about this, that, and the third, or whatever else that may be on your mind. Just hit me up. Say less, and I got you. So do it for the culture, and protect the black freak flag at all costs, you dig? Long story short, Black Euphoria is the new Wakanda. Guaranteed. You heard it here first. Every Monday and every Wednesday. Once again, I am your host, 13. And let's get back to the sex. Keep it gray, though. We still going upstairs. Look. They're having a conversation because she thinks that that is going to hold her back. That that situation is going to occur and she's not going to be able to get married. Then she says, you know what? To keep my mind off of it, I'm going to go be a mom for a second. And she's smoking cigarettes and just trying to chill and be, I don't know, Angel's not in her 30s yet, but she's, you know what I'm saying? She got some energy and shit. She's a model. She's off of them drugs. She got some energy. She's letting this little boy run wild. Now, the thing is, Blanca comes to come be mom, to come save her from this shit. But she ain't no damn better, y'all. She ain't no better. She ain't no better. It, I, yo, am I wrong? I don't know. Am I punishing this kid or what? Am I wrong? But the house is tore up. Poppy's gone. And I don't want to clean all of this shit by myself. I know that. He got to clean up some of this mess that he done made. Before Blanca comes up in here to save the day and shit. She came in there with her goddamn cape on and shit saving the day. And brought the little boy a Power Ranger costume. Power Rangers was the shit in 1990, bro. I'm telling you, 90s babies, we run the world. I know. We all love age now. We all 20, 21. We all can drink now. 90s babies run the world. Hey. Tell me that Power Rangers wasn't the shit. That that just was crazy. That was a nice nostalgic moment right there that they brought back for me. But am I an asshole because I would not let that kid have wore that shit have none of that before he would have had to have cleaned something up. Something, some of that stuff would have had to get cleaned up. He tore that house up. And Angel was just sitting there letting it happen because... She's in her own head thinking about, I'm not going to get married. It's not going to happen because of that. Now, once again, let's go upstairs. I'm going, I'm going up just a little bit further because this is, this is stupid. 
this was dumb, this was tricky, but this is this was dumb, respectfully. This was dumb. They threw Chris and Lulu. Not was his name Chris? I don't know if his name Chris too. Yeah, it was his name Leonard. Oh my god, I don't know what this dude's name was, but he was a piece of shit anyway. Anyways. They tried to throw Lulu's story in us some more. And they threw Lulu into her relationship with this dude that she said that she was with. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was on the episode before or early in this episode or something. I think it was episodes before. Said that she was with some dude. She'd been with him for like a month or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Boom. They show them at the house. It's Lulu, I guess. She just moved into this apartment and shit, I guess. Because the house looks unorthodox. Let's just say that. It looks new. It looks like we just not putting in, you know, plastic plates and shit. It looks like that. <laughs> yes, yeah, like that. So, as he is leaving, he's like trying to get this crack real quick. He's trying to smoke this crack in her new house, in this new apartment. You want to crack it out? Damn. You don't have to smell a crack in here? She don't want that shit, so. She tells him to get up out of there. This nigga dropped the keys on the floor. Like, damn, Lulu. The little boo gone. So you you thought it was going to be you. And it was so nice when Stan and Angel was together in season one, huh? When he came home and had that apartment for her. It, it stank. Anyways, um, yeah, he, he dropped the keys. He bounced on Lulu. And they show Lulu being tough. Fuck it, I got it. I got this, I'm good. She leaves. I mean, well, she's in the house, my bad. He leaves, and then they show us the day, the moment, the the, the real thing. It's no longer a daydream. It's really happening. So they're in front of this lady, and they're trying to finesse their way about this marriage license. Come to find out, she speaks Spanish and this and that, and... He's able to speak for because he makes it seem as if she doesn't speak English that good. But she does like, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't even know what to even call it. She's not ignoring the conversation, but she's in the conversation like Angel's there. But she's not even trying to trip over nothing. She's not trying to say too much. She's not trying to say not enough. She's just a nervous wreck. For real, for real. And Poppy is holding it down. He's being smooth. He's got it. He's talking in another language, like I say. And boom, that happens. No, I'm just playing. That does not happen. Uh, what does happen is the lady says, hey, you, you forgot to sign right here. And so Angel signs. And then boom, you guys are married. Go ahead. Get up out of here. Boom. That's it. Got a license to the state of New York. You two are married. You two are now a couple. Excuse me, my bad. Not a couple, but you guys are now married. So now you you have to go get to go do the wedding, right? Because you're lawfully married now. <laughs> now you're lawfully married. Now you gotta go do the wedding. Handle the wedding. But before the wedding gets there, let's talk about what got me i've been watching this whole shit i know y'all been like you know 13 get to some good shit or whatever we about to go viral with this part right here we, we, we gonna cut this part up edit it and all that good shit right here 
I've been watching this shit the whole time. You know the vibes. I'm watching this whole shit. And everybody's saying from the outside, Oh my God, I just, I'm crying my eyes. This right here was the one. This fucking got me. It fucking got me. Yeah, that's this right here. Fucking got me. It is the bachelor party, but it's not a bachelor party. It's right before we get married. We're here at this nice, beautiful place, hotel, wherever they was. I don't know where the hell they got married at. <clears throat> I'm stupid. I wasn't even paying attention. But wherever they get married, it's a real nice place. They have a bartender come bring them drinks and stuff and he's you know poppy says you know get this drink get this drink get this drink you know the sober guy right here pray tell he's not gonna get nothing to drink and they have the moment where poppy's talking his talk we gonna go viral with this one this shit right here made me cry there is the conversations that I've had with many people or there's the conversation that I've had here in Black Euphoria about Pose season one where Stan is trying to give his conversation, his thoughts on I'm a human. I'm, I'm nobody. I'm here. He's having a conversation with Angel at a diner and they're talking and Stan is saying I'm nobody. This is this this that and then they tried earlier i believe in like episode four of the season they tried to open up stan's world of where he first found and well i won't even say where he first found but he picked up a magazine in a building that he went to and was intrigued and kept going about life right fast forward you have him talking to Angel about who he is, what he feels, how he is as a person, who he sees himself, what he sees in the mirror when he looks in the mirror, right? I always talk about that mirror, what you see in that mirror. He sees what he sees in the mirror, explains to her what he sees, and breaks it down to her and says, you know, I'm nobody, I'm a human, this and that. That's important. But this shit here that Poppy was having for his groomsmen, his conversation between his groomsmen and his speech, fucked me up. Fucked me all the way up. Poppy's situation of telling his story of his way of how he sees himself, how people see him and how the community then sees him and then how his friends see him. As he's telling it, he's crying. I think if he wouldn't have started crying, I wouldn't have started crying. But the water started flowing because he's cracking. His voice is breaking down as he's saying this shit. And I'm like, you fucking did it. You fucking did it to me. Shout outs to Poppy in his speech. And Cup, no, Cubby comes into... Cubby comes into the screen a little bit. He comes. Cubby didn't get me. I, I saw that coming. Once I saw the shoes coming, I was like, oh, I know who this is. I'm good. I see that coming. I'm good. Poppy speech. If you didn't see it, didn't, you know, whatever. 
I'm not gonna put it in here. I said I was gonna do it, but I'm gonna put. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. So I fucks with Poppy because Poppy is always he's like I say Poppy is one of the main characters that gives the comic relief. He gives the like just when you need a break because Pose is deep and you need a break. Poppy just pop in there real quick with something silly and he'll give you a break. So, yeah, that moment, that, that shit got me. So, I don't know if I paused. I don't know if I did. I might, I might have paused. Because I think I might have rewound this shit and all of that shit. I don't think I might have rewound. Well, no, no, I didn't rewind. I think I rewound. Yeah. Because I got to keep it in my brain now. Now I got to recollect. I did rewind. I rewinded when Cubby came in, not to see all of the scene again, but that shit got me. <clears throat> so we go to the next scene, didn't pause it, I just kept going after I had rewound it. We go to the bridesmaids and their talk back and forth. I, I liked it, I enjoyed it, it was cute made me smile because I knew that the old, new, borrowed, and blue was going to be amazing. But when I saw the hammer, like, oh, she gave her a blue hammer. That was my initial reaction. I was oh, she gave her a blue hammer. I guess to protect you got a son now, I guess, whatever. And then Candy shows up and I'm like, okay. I, I could have saw this coming. I don't know why I didn't see this coming. We just saw Cubby come back for the groomsmen. Now we, we gotta have we gotta have Candy come back. Candy's gotta come back. So I mean the something borrowed, something new, something old, all of that shit was amazing. It's beautiful. I did not like Luke. Let me say that too. I did not like Lulu's crying through this makeup that she's got on her face, but you know, it's life. It's, it's acting through these scenes. Like I said, Angel's face is always so what it is. It belongs on the screen, but it definitely is always she's sad, crying so often. It's so fucked up. But I enjoy it because, like I said, it's deep. It's deep. Who don't love folks? If you don't like, I don't know. If you ain't got to this point and you ain't show me no love, you know the vibes. You stink. You stink. You musty as hell dusty ass little crusty ass anyways um it's the wedding <clears throat> and the wedding the wedding itself is is beautiful the, and the singing poppy busts out with the song he said i can't do this he busts out with the song sings it, it was wonderful i saw the <laughs> i saw the preview of this this is one of the previews that i had to watch saw the preview of it i'm like oh yeah Good job. He sung the shit out of it. Good job. You did your best. You did what you could. Showed that you love the girl. There you go. That's good. So, do the song and the wedding. The gift of the car at the end of the wedding. The convertible. I guess that was a rental or whatever it was. You know, pretty sure it was a rental. Got your nice little rental. Everybody hugging and all of this shit. They ride out. Got the baby with them. And they go off as a family because that's what it's about. That's 
what Pose is all about. It's always about the family. It's always about the family. So, I'm closing in on an hour. And I'm not about to do this for an hour and not separate it because it, 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 it deserves it. I'll leave it with its own deserving spot. Come back with a part three. I'm going to do the last episode. Do, do the last episode that ends up making it eight episodes, but it's really seven episodes. We'll do the last episode when you come back. I know that was a quick, out-of-pocket little abrupt stoppage of the conversation, but that's what I'm going to do. I'll leave it to be its own special part. So come back. Come back to the Blade. Come back. Come back to the gray area. I was about to say come back to the Blade area, but I was trying to say black euphoria, gray area, and a bunch of shit happened, right? I was going to say it one way, then said it the opposite way in my head right before I said it. And it was like, damn, that's still wrong. So my bad, y'all. It's the abrupt ending. It got me. It got me too. Like I said, that, that damn that damn poppy, he fucked me up. He got me. But make sure that you come back for part three so that you know the fucking finale. You feel me? I'll see y'all back here in a minute.